If you're having paranormal issues, contact us at mwghosthunters.com. From the files of the Midwest Ghost Hunters. All right, Midwest Ghost Hunters site investigation recorder one. Oh, Justin, right there. Something just moved behind you. Yes, it did. What the f*** was that? What happened? Something touched my ear, man. This is Dark Matter with Midwest Ghost Hunters. Back at Pythian Castle for another episode. Thanks uh, for downloading uh, another one this week. Uh, if you want to hear anything that we talk about on the website, you can always go to the, uh, I'm sorry, on the podcast, you can always go to the website at mwghosthunters.com. We have it all there. But whenever we do the podcast, it seems like to us that we talk about some things too much. But, you know, when you look through the different emails that we get from people, it seems like that stuff seems to be the stuff that a lot of people are listening for. And, you know, and most people know what we're talking about. It's the house we did in Willard a long time ago. That's the one, even in real life, that's the one, man, that, that, what happened to Willard? That was crazy. It's like, yeah, it was crazy. But a lot of people email, you know, where, can, you, can you give me the episode list for which ones you talk about Willard? It's like, well, yeah, that's going to be difficult. All of them. But, yeah. Um, so we thought today we would just hit, uh, hit, you know, go over that, you know, again. Since we're in between investigations right now, we do have one coming up in Republic that we're going to do very, very soon in July. So we're going to play some of the Willard evidence again for people who haven't, you know, listened to the podcast before and, and maybe heard some of that. And I know it sucks because Melissa wasn't there and Hunter wasn't there, but uh, but you guys can live vicariously through us because we were there. The three of us were there. And Tyler, was he there? I don't no, know. No, he was not. He wanted to go. Didn't he go once? No. One of the times that nothing I happened? Think, I think he went um, one of the times that well, nothing maybe, happened maybe. early on. Because I forget we went there multiple times. Because yeah, the one that it was the out, one the last time that we the went one to. That changed um, my life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, it did. So, that, that's not an exaggeration either. We'll play, we'll play some of those today. I did want to read this email real quick. I'm not going to say who it's from, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delete the names out as I go. But she says, I have something I need to discuss. My husband is having a paranormal experiences all the time. He gets mad when I put on church or worship music. He's negative all the time. I've thought maybe there's attachment. He's even questioning his faith, which was unwavering before. I don't normally think things like this, but now there's activity in the house. Um, we were at work and our dog who never growled started growling into a closet My husband's uh, on my husband's side of the bedroom. I'm, I'm unsure what to do in this situation. For example, when we recently left town, he completely changed. As soon as we got back, it was uh, back with a vengeance, meaning when he got back, he you know, slipped back into the more negative type thing. And I'm not going to read all these because it gets into, you know, even though I've said not said any names, there's HIPAA stuff in there I'm not going to get into. But I, uh, when I get those kind, I'm very cautious to reply because to me, that sounds like a mental health. Um, yeah, could be. It could also be a drug abuse problem, too, that she's not aware of. Well, I, I, I'll say this much. We've done an investigation for these people before, and I know it's not that. I'm not going to say who they are. Um, I can tell you, you know, I don't want to say it on a podcast. So I know it's not that, but it could be a mental health type thing. So I, my actual reply to her, because she said there's been, you know, thoughts about suicide or talking about suicide a lot. And that's what I replied. I said, the thinking about suicide part makes me feel unqualified to reply. He needs a mental health professional to rule out uh, issues. I hate to jump right into paranormal when it could be something like that. And that's one of the things that annoys me on a lot of the TV shows. Like, uh, what is that show where that, that psychic lady, um, what is that called? Dead, fi uh, Dead Files? You ever seen that? I never watch ghost shows. I don't either. watch that one either because I don't like it. But she's like a psychic. And she always, these people have, <laughs> these people have obvious mental health issues. And she always, it's always a demon. It's always, and she even has a, a police um, sketch artist come in and draw what she's like envisioning, you know, that it looks like. Yeah, watch Dead Files sometime. That sounds kind of neat. It's a good idea. 
But I don't think it's a good practice to be yeah, taking people not. who have obvious, you know, and not, not all, but some of them have definite mental health issues and say, no, 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 not that demon. I will never do that. Um, it's always much safer to go get the mental health thing ruled out first. And that was the only advice I gave. It's like, we're not really qualified to jump in. When you start talking about, you know, ideations of suicide, I'm not jumping in. Well, when people talk about alcohol and drug abuse being demons, that's a different type of demon than people are thinking. Well, and some people would argue that, no, it isn't. But yes, I agree with you. Some people will say, no, that's that's actual, you're possessed by a demon making well, you do that. It's a bad thing, and it's a, a, a curse or whatever you want to call it, but I don't think that's, I personally don't think that's the same thing as what we had. I don't either, and, but that's where her line was blurred. She wasn't sure if it was like a... a because there is there is a, a pool of you know school of thought that uh, you know poltergeist activity comes is self manifested you know when a, for whatever reason we've talked about it before it, te- it tends to happen to teenage girls when they when it, when it is you know they say when it is documented it tends to be teenage girls but the idea behind poltergeist activity is you manifest activity yourself due to you know thought press you know negative thoughts or or whatever well, you know I have, I have negative thoughts all the time and well I, gets when i say negative house, thoughts so. i'm being i'm being i'm being uh, i'm being way conservative because it's, it's usually, you know, severe depressive thoughts. Well, but, you know, though, I, I can't completely rule that out. And, and no, the, the I don't know either. I don't know. Think about, like, cancers. There's any number of type of, of cancers that are going on in everybody's body all the time. And it's only a small percentage of people that it that it will erupt or that it will grow. And, and it has to be a, a certain thing that brings on that cancer. And, and how do we know that this paranormal stuff's not that same type of thing that, you know, that's... A hundred people could live in this house and see nothing, but this one person that moves in here, boom. It could be. And then some people, you know, will say, well, it's following them, maybe, or, you know, they're manifesting themselves. Maybe. I have no idea. I'm not going to throw out the manifesting themselves idea entirely. I just don't know. But that's what the email, you know, was referring to. The line was blurred between what is, uh, what is, you know, is something causing the, the, the guy to be depressed or is his depression causing something to manifest? I have no idea. My advice is go to a mental health professional first, get that taking you know ruled out and, and and taken care of well but you also like with uh with paranormal activity you go back to the situation in willard you know you could look at all the stuff that happened there that caused some problems for them yeah it did uh that seemed to go yeah that that's true i mean it did because they ended up you know having domestic violence issues and and divorce and all kinds of you know fallout right, but that that could just very well be not parent that could just be normal that it could, could be I mean, it could be but think just about no way to tell oh there's no way think about yeah. the, the night that we were there in willard and think about how fast we wanted to get out of that house now imagine living there all the time and seeing that kind of stuff and what that would do to you psychologically it would make you see things that uh that weren't even paranormal it would was, make you see that i'm sitting here wondering why my computer's so blurry i thought you were talking about the cat i, I was tail i was literally across. sitting here worried my computer was dying because i was like man this thing's getting blurry my glasses were on my head okay so yeah that kind of launches us into what we were going to talk about uh today i don't know but whenever we get an email where they talk about suicide i'm not going to give advice i'm just not don't uh, do it. Well, that's yeah. my advice. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying it's not her that's having, you know, the, it's someone else. I'm saying go get that checked out first and then come, you know, come back. I am not qualified to be given, you know, uh, mental health uh, advice. So, and that's, so least, I think that's good advice across the board. If you're dealing with something like that, talk to a real professional. Don't call a paranormal group. But anyway, so, yeah, that kind of launches us into what we were going to do today. We were going to play some of that evidence. And it seems like we're clickbaiting, which we kind of are. But it just seems like a lot of people, you know, want 
want to hear that. A lot of people are, you know, we get new listeners all the time. And then that's the question they always ask about there. Hey, can you give me the number of the episodes? It's like, well, hell, that's uh, lots of them. Um, so we're just going to make it easy. And we're going to put some of those together here in this um, uh, one episode. And as I look through these, I always think I remember every single thing that we caught there. Do you have these smells like smoke on here? I don't remember. We're just going to have to tear through. I've got visit I think number. last time we had trouble finding that one. Maybe it was. I know when I transitioned, when I imported a lot of this to the new platform on the website, some of them were bad links, especially if they were YouTube links. They didn't work anymore. Um, so we'll just kind of see what we've got here. I've still got all the audio, but uh, l- let's just kind of run through these. Because like I said, I can't, I can't even remember these. Um, so let's see what we've got. So again, this was a house in Willard, Missouri that we investigated a long time ago. And we went there several times. What year? What year was this? Oh, hell. Um, I don't it's even... had to have been... 10, 12, 12 years, years ago, ago, probably. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. But we went there a few times because they called having these problems. We went down there. It's a super nice place, a really nice house. It was very tidy. Um, it was really nice, you know, um, a nice basement with a pool, you know, a pool table set up and a nice pool light over it. But anyway, we went down there a couple of times, maybe once and nothing happened. And then she called and said, you know, stuff is happening. Can you come again? And we went again and had some stuff happen. And then it was like the third or fourth time we went, a lot of stuff happened. So we're going to kind of go back here. Now, it says visit number one, but I think what we mean here is visit number one where we caught something. Yeah, because the very first time... The very first time, nothing. there was nothing there. We didn't catch anything. So let's go ahead and just... I'm going to play these. These are old, um, and I can't remember exactly... Can imagine if we had just, like, not went back? I was just getting ready to say, like, that... You have to think that's got to be frustrating for the homeowner. Yeah. Knowing that stuff's going yeah. on, you guys don't catch anything, and then you just don't come back. That's right. the that's the thing people are always nervous about when they do have us come. It's like, well, if nothing happens, you're going to think I'm crazy. They all say that, and we always say no because we know that's not. Yeah, always it's, the case. I mean, in our experience, this kind of stuff ebbs and flows. Even in a place like here at Pythian Castle, you know, there's some. I mean, God, there was one week where we caught there was so much stuff, and then we went like six months here without catching hardly anything yeah we can i mean we can go a while and you know there's nothing so you know if we do do an investigation for you we're, uh, don't worry about the if you know if we don't catch anything it's kind of like when you take your car to the mechanic it doesn't make the noise anymore i mean that happens so we know that it doesn't mean we're not going to believe you uh in this case we went back for several times three or four times at least where we are here is the the visit where we actually started catching some stuff and we're just going to kind of start uh, start rolling through these. We'll play them. I can't even tell you. I can't even remember how good the quality uh, quality probably not as is. good as it is now. Well, I, I, I probably not. I mean, we we didn't even think back then. I don't even know if we had iPhones. Did we? Probably. I don't yes, even we know. Did, because we my iPhone called your locked. Oh, iPhone. that's right. That did happen. <laughs> My phone started ringing. I looked at it, and it showed John was calling, but John's phone was in his pocket, as was mine. Yeah, his phone wasn't even like where you could, uh, you, you know, open it up dialed and it. dial. You know, even when your phone, you know, when your phone's locked, it'll let you do emergency calls, but it won't let you just call anybody on the contact list. So let's go ahead. Uh, let's just play one of these. And uh, like I said, if the quality's bad, we we'll apologize for that. But these are these are you know a good twelve plus years old. So let's play these, and then we'll talk about it after. We're gonna set this. I'm going to set this right here and let you say something into it. Say your name. Say anything. You knock. Okay, so there was the audio piece that, you know, that we were kind of focused on. Uh, you can hear after I say, I don't know why I sound seven years old. <laughs> 
Um, it <laughs> sounds that, like it I thought sounds, that was Dustin. It sounds like it's been pitched up or something. Maybe it was just the nature of that old recorder or something that happened whenever it was moved over here. Or maybe I did sound seven years old. I have no idea. But whenever I say, uh, can you say your name or say anything, it sounds like the response says anything. And then there's more whispering after that. Maybe I'm wrong, but you can listen again here and see for yourself. We're going to set this. I'm going to set this right here and let you say something into it. Say your name. Say anything. So what is said there is it sounds like anything to me, but that's just being a smart ass, right? That's something like a... Yeah, he thinks he's a funny guy. It's like, a, yeah, something a, a, a seven-year-old would say. That actually does keep in context with things that happen later if it is just repeating it to you. Uh, true. Yeah, that does. Does it that, say that something is. after anything? Yeah, I it's just, so. it's yeah. just, and it sounds super close to the source because you can almost hear like, like, uh, uh, oh, what was, what that? was that? What the fuck Did you hear was that? that? What was that? Whoa. It was a wee wee something. Wow. I heard that even. Everybody heard that. That was something. That was definitely something. Wow. That actually gave me like chills that scared me. Yeah, Chris got goosebumps. So, yeah, that was... I thought you, were... you have goosebumps too, John? What was that? Was... Yeah. I thought he was rolling up his sleeve. You're going to square it. up. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what... That, I, uh, that was not... No. No, no, I was looking around the room. There was nobody here. I thought here. it that sounded like here. a male. I don't know. It was almost like it said anything. Uh, well, I wasn't... I wasn't Uh-oh. listening already. You know, it scared me. I didn't even catch what it was, but we definitely, that was definitely an EVP that we just Unless caught. Unless Kitty said something. On the, well, if, that, if that's the case, then <laughs> we've got a bigger good problems. EVP. Wow. That was definitely a class A EVP that we just good. caught. That was good. Um, I don't know what that was, but it scared me. So much for the theory that nothing happens in this room. Yeah, and you know, our th- our theory kind of holds, and whenever we place certain evidence back, we it do sure tend to get more. seems like that, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Whenever I don't we, know if that's just us making that up in our it's heads. Like I don't we, think so, because yeah. because when we play things back, that's usually when things happen, and, and I wonder if it's not like they're speaking ghosts to other things. You I know? mean, <laughs> well, like when we do an EVP that's only, you know, that's about, you know, making fun of Bigfoot or, you know, going over, you know, UFO stuff, we never catch anything. But it seems like whenever we play some of these audio pieces back, something almost always happens. I think the ghosts zone out when you talk UFOs. I don't think they care. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Good job, guys. Keep that up. Um, okay, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Oh, this is a really good one. This is a really good one. This is when we went outside the home. We went outside for like 50, it says 17 minutes. So there must have been a, you know, we must have actually looked at the time. Oh, Lord, I hope this isn't one of those EVPs. It's like 19 (laughs) fucking minutes long. Um, But uh, we went outside. When we came back inside, our flashlight had been turned on, and your camera was turned face down, up on the mantle. I had a... uh, I had just... That's enough. Just before we had gone into this, I had bought a bunch of different tripods to put the cameras on. So we moved from cats to... Marvin's. The dog. Marvin's awesome, though. So I think now that he sees it's us, he'll be okay. He was just kind of freaked out. He heard people talking in here. Okay, so, uh, yeah, John had a tripod. That, the, I mean, you know, the, the, the nature of a tripod is they don't tip. You know, it's three legs. Um, so, and I also, <laughs> I also had the, uh, that went right that up my nose. Marvin's ears. Thank you, Marvin. <laughs> I also had the, uh, the tripod that was circular. Oh, and oh that's was, the one you, yeah, it that's was right. It virtually impossible yeah, to, to flip tip over. over. 
We come in in all of the tripods. Every single one of them are flipped. Yeah, and that's what happened here. And the flashlight had been turned on. Sorry, Marvin looks like he just went to Burning Man for like a straight <laughs> week. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and play this EVP. Now, this is really, this is, a, this is one of my favorites. Is this the closet? No, that one's coming up too. That, uh, but I want listen to listen to this. Listen to this shit is what I'm gonna say. Now that was it right there. I don't like that. And when you listen again, you're gonna very hear clearly hear it say "Go home" because we said as we left, "Is there anything you want to tell us? Say it into these recorders. We're gonna go outside for a few minutes." This very clearly says go home. Let's play it again. Why can't they just say it normally? Instead, oh, it really I did. And I forgot. I'm going to let it keep playing because after it says go home, their computer or the printer or something over in that corner, I can still visualize it, started, started, fires up, started working. Let me go ahead and play it one more time here, and I'm going to let it play all the way through. That is, it just sounds like electrical, like interference. Yeah, I don't like, almost know. Almost like a radiation, like a Geiger counter. I, I thought in my mind it that, sounded it like. It does sound like a Geiger counter, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. I thought, remembering it, I thought it sounded more like a like a dot matrix style printer. And we tried to replicate that, and we couldn't figure out how no. what electronic even made that sound. Because they had a DVD had player heard? on the shelf. They had a DVD player up yeah. there. We thought it might be that. But there was also a printer and a desktop computer. And if you'll remember, not to go back, you, you know. Too far, but whenever we did the uh, presentation to them, you and I went to the, uh, we went to like a library mm -hmm. or a Panera Bread or it something. It was the library, I think. And we met them and we played the video footage because we have a video of a blue light very similar to the blue light we caught in Fair Grove. A blue light moving around, you remember, John, mm -hmm. around like the ceiling. And as we were playing, we were showing them that. We didn't realize that while the blue light was flying around, not only did the computer screen come on, but the ceiling fan started right, moving. Yeah. They caught that while we were showing them the video. And yeah. we acted like, oh, yeah, well, that, yeah, yeah, that happened too. We had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> we were seeing that for the first time. So, yeah, the ceiling fan came on. Just, just, I, I don't mean just started spinning a little. It came on. And all this happened within the same, like, 30-second, like, what you hear. Like, you hear the go-home the weird electronic noise and then the light and the ceiling fan. Yeah. Like all at once. And we do have the video of that too, of the blue light. And that's what we were showing them when all of a sudden, you know, the ceiling fan came on and we had to act like we knew. Yeah. Oh yeah. EVP we were going to show you that too. I remember it being clearer <laughs> than that. I remember that EVP being clear. The go home. Yeah. I wonder if these are starting to like maybe degrade. Well, they're all digital. Oh, okay. I don't think they would. What was that? That was her. That was okay. her. Okay. <laughs> and that's not typical. That's not typical response for us. Just because we experience paranormal activity, we don't immediately bail. It wasn't just the activity; it was the feeling that if accompanied I the activity. Activity like that, I'm immediately bailing. Well, it was the feeling that accompanied the the, the activity more than the activity itself, or as much as. And is I it, don't want to get to the end of this thing here too quickly, but the thing I will never forget is going back in that in that place, and you could feel the air. There was like there was like a that's a what pressure. I mean. It, it was felt, a pressure. It felt terrible. Was in the room. And I'd always heard people talk about that. I'd never felt it before until then. 
and only a, you know in very fleeting moments since. It almost felt like that you'd entered a uh, a cellar, uh, like you were way way deep in the earth type of pressure. It was just a, a feeling of a I gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah, and it wasn't us freaking ourselves out because we weren't freaked no, out at that fact, time. In fact, we were almost on the other side of the coin where there's nothing here at all. How many times are we going to come back here? There's nothing in this house. And that that what I just played for you there. That really is all we caught on our first uh, trip there was the the video we talked the about. First the first trip we caught something. Yes, the first trip where we caught stuff. We trip. caught the go home and we caught the um, what was the first one I played? I don't even remember. Uh, oh, the, the the say anything thing. Those now, were the two EVPs that we caught. Now, was it the the, the third trip there is when when the uh, the meter gets knocked off? Yes. And, okay. This is when shit started getting a little more real. Was whenever they asked us to come back again, and we said, "Well, we caught you know we corroborated what you're saying." She's like, no, no, you haven't really, because it's much worse than, it, it's it's worse than what you caught. So we went back a third time, three or four, I'm losing, it doesn't even matter. And we caught, uh, we caught some stuff this time. This was the last time we went to the Willard house. And then the house burned, not to, not to, you know, ruin the, you know, the ending, but the house burned. And then they moved to Springfield and we went to that house. But as far as the Willard house goes, this, this we're playing for you now was the last visit there. So let's go ahead the and start. The stuff you're about to play. And the stuff we're about to before play. Before you launch into this. They uh, had said, and this is the most stereotypical paranormal thing ever. There's a little girl. Supposedly, there's a monster in her closet. That there's a, that, that's where everything's at. Is it's in the the closet in the little girl's room. Supposedly, is where all this stuff is taking place at. Which, by the way, is like every single horror movie known to man. All horror movies are like that. Right. And it's pretty, you know, stereotypical, you know, stuff as far as, you know, the little kid talking into the empty closet. But that's what was happening here. Um, and just to kind of set it up a little bit, because it will play into the, you know, the EVP coming up, the uh, the, the uh, kid's bedroom, it was actually their granddaughter. And before you play the, the, the closet one, I do want to tell the story yes, of what happened. We'll yes, have, we'll have to set that one up. Yeah, actually, let's just save that till we get there. Uh, let's start here. This isn't the closet one? Uh, no, okay. this was me, you, and Tyler down in the basement where the uh, pool table was. Was. And we set our EVP meter up on the pool table, and we well here, let's just play. It I was there. Speaks I for was itself. there that night because it made fun of my jacket. Oh, that's right, you were there. Oh, of course the you jacket. were there. I the forgot Tyler, about Tyler. Oh, yeah. Tyler wasn't there. Yeah, right. Tyler, I said that wrong. Yeah. John was there. Tyler wasn't John there. John was right. wearing his swishy jacket. Yeah, yes. I was wearing my jacket, <laughs> and the EVP referenced. Why is he wearing a jacket? That's the one I can't find. It says, why is he wearing a jacket? I remember something about the one in the coat or something. Yeah. I remember specifically, and now I don't know where that is. Um, let's go ahead and... Okay, so this is me, you, and John. Yes. I don't know why I said Tyler, because he wasn't even there. In the basement, this is when things really first started happening. I don't know really why I had my coat on still there. Because you were, ready to, you were going to be ready to leave yeah, if but, something happened. But, but nothing had really happened. We didn't really think that that was going on, it was, it was, you know... I, I think this one we can just play. It was January. It it was cold, so maybe it was just, I don't know. Okay, yeah, let's go ahead and play this one, then we'll kind of break it down after. Take another photo, gonna take another photo. We hear you make a lot of noise, open doors. Wanna see if you do some of that while we're here. Green light here. If you walk up to that, you can. 
Okay, that there was. Um, oh my god! After all these years, I know it still gets me, that's man. still creepy. Now, isn't it? now, what happened there was we'd set our EMF meter up on the pool table. We said, uh, and we put the this recording. The yeah, we put the recording device next to it, and we said, you know, walk up to this, make it beep, say something to the recorder. We didn't hear that growling sound with our ears. We only saw the EMF detector go flying off into the floor, mm-hmm. not fall off. Not just a fall off into the floor. It actually had parallel, you know, distance. Yeah. So let's go ahead and we can go to that spot and play it for you one more time here. This green light here. If you walk up to that, you can... So there's the sound that we were talking about, the growl, then the sound was our EMF, uh, EMF detector, you know, being knocked off into the floor. It was, it was a good 10 feet away, you know, where it landed. Eight to 10 feet, probably. Wow. Um, so that was, uh, that was really our first, our first thing that happened as far as, you know, it being a little more, you know, ramped up a little bit. Can't explain that. Unless no. there was a wild pig in the house we yeah, didn't know was... about. We didn't hear that, that growling sound either. Not till we listened back to this. Because we thought our recorder just fell off um, at first until we saw how far it was. Then we, you know, listen back, you know, you hear that and it's, it's kind of shocking. Um, okay, so this is just going to be some, uh, some footsteps, but I'm going to play them and play them all. So here we go. We want to hear you walk around or not. So we heard the footsteps upstairs when we asked for something to move around. And we caught those same footsteps, by the way, when they moved to Springfield. I mean, it's impossible to say it's the same footsteps, but it sounded very similar. So this is when we moved upstairs at the house. And this is when it got even more aggressive. Okay, so we're, this is when we moved upstairs. Let me show some of these, you know, they kind of speak for themselves. I'm just going to go ahead and play this one. Are you in here? Did you hear the step? Um, right over my shoulder. What was it? Breathe? Breathe, right? Right in my ear, Chris. I can't, I can't, I can't breathe, Chris. Okay. Here, turn your light off. I mean, I mean in my ear. So, on that one... We should have sent that up beforehand. We probably should have, and we can now. But the, uh, one thing I don't remember ever noticing on that one before was the sound of a step. And I, I actually said, did you hear the step? We'll, we'll play it. Go ahead, and you can set, you can set that one what, up. What happened, we'd been outside. We, we'd, gone out, we'd gone out, and we'd been out there for five or ten minutes or so. And Chris came back in and said, you know what? Uh, I'm kind of tired of this, tired of waiting around. And so he's going down the hall, and he says, so I understand you like to pick on little girls, huh? So that's really what you want to do? Why don't you come out here and try this on us? Why don't you come out here, Mr. Tough Guy, and if you're so... If you're so good, why don't you try that on us? And that's whenever he had just finished issuing this challenge. And that's whenever I, um, Chris is going down the hall first into the little girl's room. He's, he's, he's the, the lead guy or Dust, Dustin may have been. Dustin in, was already inside yeah, the Dust, room. Dustin was yeah. already there. Chris is going down the hall. And I turned just as Chris is saying that. And 
I get this feeling that something is running directly at me and it's pitch dark. We don't have the flashlights on, but you get this feeling that something's running directly at me. I get, uh, I, I turn, I'm about mid turn and I hear a directly into my ear. And that's whenever I couldn't, I couldn't even talk to Chris to tell him what was going on. Now, as I read through this though, it said, I didn't let the whole thing play. It says at 27 seconds, there's another growl, which I don't remember. Let's play it. I'm going to let the whole thing play through this time. Let's do it one more time. Are you in here? Did you hear the step? Um, right over my shoulder. What was it? Breathe, breathe, right? Right in my ear, Chris. Okay, I can't, I can't breathe, Chris. Okay. Here, turn your light off. I mean, I mean, in my ear. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a dog. Like a dog. Like a yeah, there bark. was no dog. They had no dogs. I forgot about that being in there. Yeah. Uh, that's at the very tail end. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds like a what, dog. What in the I world? remember that now. I remember hearing that. I forgot about that until I was just reading through the description there. Okay. Now, right after that happened, John went into the room where Dustin was. And when we say the room, we're talking about the girl's bedroom where she talks into the closet. And I stood in the doorway of that room. Uh, so I could see down the hall and into the room at the same time. And it was dark. Uh, it's important to uh, to point out. It's also important uh, important to point out that they had a security system on the house. And they told us uh, whenever you come in, or they had it disabled, but it was still abled to the part where whenever you came in or left using that door that we used, it would still beep uh, two or three times. Like when you open the door to come in, it would beep three times. When you open the door to leave, it would beep three times. And that's only important because... You're going to hear when we play this. uh, How far back do I even go? Okay, so I was standing in the doorway. These two guys were inside the room. And as I was standing there, the door pushed closed. Not just like someone just like tried to close it. It was pushed with weight pushed against it with me in it, with me in the door jam. There was resistance. something. something, Something was pushing against it. And I thought maybe one of you had like just lost your balance at first and like fallen into it. And then until I could see, you guys were like eight feet away. And that's when I freaked out and we left. So that's not even the crux of this EVP. So we left. You can hear us go outside you can hear the the door close it beeps three times and after we're out for a few seconds should i even should i play it first or should i keep going yeah, i think just, i think you listen, set it up listen to what happens after you hear the beeps because that means we're all outside and, yes. we, and, and the room we were in was the room where the girl talks into her closet when we say closet we're talking about one of those 1970s style mirrored, on a track. mirrored closet doors that's on a track yeah, yeah so you had the, to like slide it close so that being said let's play this through and then we can talk about it after Door up here. Come on, come on, come on, come on. What is it? Door just closed. Okay. There's also some whispering in there that I'd never really paid that much attention to. I couldn't tell if I heard it, but I couldn't tell if it was whispering. For people just listening, that might not sound too impressive. Well, there was... But there was nobody in that house. The three of us all evacuated, and after the door closed when we left is when the closet door, which we had opened... Slides closed. Slides closed, which is freaky as hell. I don't care who you are. 
Um, so we're going to go ahead and play that one one more time here. The, yeah, the door being closed, I felt. That's the personal experience. You I can't also, corroborate that. You should also mention the fact the reason why that we were leaving at a high rate of speed is because something was trying to open that door that you were, you were it was it was fighting you to open that that door. Remember that? The door that pushed against me? Yes, yes. Yeah, it, it was it was some, like someone had pushed up against it. It was hard to get out of. So I'm going to go ahead and play it again. And th- the part where the door closes against me, that's a personal experience that I can't corroborate. The crux of the EVP is the the closing of the closet door. I mean, yes, the closing of the door on me happened, but we didn't realize that the closet door closed until we listened back to this. Let's go ahead and play it one more time. The door up here. Come on, come on, come on, come on. What is it? Come on. The door just closed. That's us leaving right there. So that is pretty, that's a pretty crazy sequence of events. So I wish we had, well, I'm going to play this one too. It's nuts. I'm going to play one more. Um, But I wish we had audio recording of when we were leaving. Because that's the part that was really the scariest part that we don't have any evidence of. Because all of our recorders were bagged up as we were leaving we'll the place. We'll talk about that at the end. We can play that. You're talking we can about talk the circus about, music? Yeah. Well, that's, no, that's what's next. I'm talking about when we were leaving. Uh, oh, the well, smells like smoke. Well, no, everything. The, the all the noise. Yeah, the all the all that noise, and we didn't even yeah, we didn't even talk about that. But so we did catch this, and it's important to note there were a few toys in the in the room next to the kitchen That's in the one corner. One of the claims that she made is those toys would go off randomly. But this wasn't one of the toys that went off. This we was just this random music. No. None and of we the toys. Asked them, they said we don't have a toy that makes. We this. played it for them, and they said That's nothing. Yeah, that, we don't even have a toy that makes that. It almost sounds like a kid's, you know, a baby's mobile mm-hmm. that you put over a crib. Anyway, you can listen to it here and decide for yourself. I've heard that in a game I've played. Seriously? That same tune. That is in a a Five Nights at Freddy's game. Oh my this God, was way. I'm not game? even kidding. This is way before. That's Five in Nights a Five Nights at Freddy's this game. Was that tune. Years ago. <laughs> I'm not even lying about that. You can, can look it up. We can play it again. And I anybody, thought it might be Jeopardy at first. Um, <laughs> no, it's a music box in a Five Nights at Freddy's game. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's play I'll it again. I'll look it up and show you after. It may be in a Five Nights at Freddy's game, but there was no Five Nights at Freddy's when this happened. That's um, freaky. That as I hell. can tell you. <laughs> so I don't know I, that part. I can't. I, it's I, hell. I can't explain any of. It. There's the video there. We've got it posted too of kind of the the blue light and then the the. Um, the uh, ceiling fan coming on. Then we have pictures here at the bottom of the house after it burned down. I mean, there's their car in there. Um, and the chimney where you know you have the recorder and the cameras sitting. That's the like the only thing left here. Um, so the house did burn down. 
And there was no cause of the burning down found. Didn't we catch, like, the burn thing? Wasn't that an EVP we caught here before? Am I missing that? Or am I forgetting, misremembering that? I thought I thought there was. Well, now, we caught the burn in Bolivar. I, I don't know if... After? Uh, no. Way... There well, is one that says smells like smoke. I thought that was at Willard. It is. There's a Willard smells like smoke. Maybe not. Let me see. It smells like smoke. Very creepy. Very creepy. Some of these may have been on a video. There was a there was one that says smells like smoke. I'm wondering if that was on a video. Because back then we used to just post the whole dang video. So oh wait, here we go. Video. Here we go. At nine thirty six in the video, Chris and Dustin talk about smelling smoke. Um and it says smells like smoke. Chris says, I smell smoke, then you hear another voice whisper, yes. I smell smoke. Is that what you mean? Huh? Yeah, something. It said for sure. It said something. I after, heard sure. This is off of a video. It says for um, sure. And then it, and then if you let it go, it says smells like smoke. It does a mimic. Okay, I'll let it keep going this time. Let's go ahead and play that again. This is playing off of a video, so it's kind of clunky here. Let me turn it up a little bit. And can, you may have to turn this one up just a little bit, too. Here we go. I smell smoke. Is that what you mean? For sure. Huh? Yeah, something. Anybody need to go outside? I'm gonna go outside for a minute. Yeah. I'll go with you. Now, That? I did. Keep going. I did hear something over there. I heard it too. That printer? The printer's on. Hmm. All right, this is me taking. Is that it right there? That, I don't think that was it. I think that was a new one I've never heard. <laughs> Do I need to keep playing it? I would. Okay. Pictures. That's how loud those 5D That's cameras are. Okay. No. Yeah, I hit the ceiling over in that corner, too. Okay, in the corner. I can see the ceiling fan spinning. What the say goes to? That floor's got a real creaky board in it. What's should hear Anything bears weight through that. I took a lot of pictures. Did you see that? Yes. Just came on. I was, I was just came off, too. Well, it might be on. Do I let it keep going? 
I, I don't think so. I mean, it's, okay. I well, thought that, that there was one that says smells like. And smoke. it could be. This is this is. And we we actually said in the in our description that we put up that we put up the whole video so it was so we could show that nothing was edited. So we put up the whole video and we just tell people where to go in that video to see different things. Um, so that's a way to do it. We don't do it like that anymore. No, because if, you could edit a long yeah, video just not, as easy as you can edit If you're short. not going to believe us that what, what is, you know, what we saw or what we post is, then there's really nothing we could say to, to convince you. Um, but we were trying really hard back then to convince by putting up the whole video. And, so is uh, that so, all we have of that, of that house? So, well, let me go back here and look real quick. I thought we had a lot more EVPs of Willard. Maybe not. Um, let me scroll down well, here. The craziest thing was when, like he said, all the recorders were packed up and we were leaving. Yeah, and that's Which that's something that? that we didn't really talk. Yeah, that's that's everything we got in Willard. Um, but then they moved to Springfield and we caught more. Um, which, you know, would be a lot to go over, you know, with what time we have left here. We could, I mean, we could dip into it a little bit, I guess. But really, the scariest part of the Willard investigation was when we were decided that we were going to leave. Um, it was when we were leaving. We didn't even talk about the fact that once we were, that time we were standing out on the on the back deck and we heard, you know, that sound inside the house. The, the sounded, pterodactyl? Yeah, that sounded like a scream of some kind, like a you know, like a screech owl, but it was coming from inside the house. It was so wild. It was crazy. And then we went back inside and, uh, you know, at some point decided that we we're going to get the hell out of there, which is what we did. As we were leaving, we heard these sounds coming down the hallway, um, which we've described before. You know, if you have a, a cabinet, a lower cabinet in your kitchen full of pans and you open that cabinet and they all fall out. Well, that's what it, that's what it sounded like, but it kept getting louder and louder as it came down the hall. And then so me and uh, John, at that point, was almost outside. Me and Dustin began running. When we got outside, we decided at that point, if we left anything behind, we weren't going to go back in and get it. Because not necessarily because of the EVPs that we played for you. It was the combination of the EVP, EVPs we played for you, plus the, the way it felt inside. Well, Those, don't you remember when we were leaving? It says, where are you going? Yeah, oh, I remember hearing yeah, a loud vocal. There was a man. A man's voice, yeah. He said, where are you going? Yeah. Like he was mocking us. Because yeah. he had already asked us at this point, please leave or whatever. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. And we didn't. So where are you going? Um, and then we didn't catch any of that on anything because all of our recorders and everything were in the bag that we were carrying and turned off because we were leaving. Um, so that, again, is just one of those personal experiences the three of us experienced that you'll just have to believe us or not. Well, and um, that's where if, if anything like this ever happened again in the future, one, I hope it doesn't. But if it ever did, I would actually leave the recorders on while we're leaving. Uh, they were in a bag, you know, being... We could have, but they were in like a duffel bag. We tossed them all in a duffel bag, and uh, they were just, you know, being jostled around fairly hard because we were, you know, running pretty quickly at this point to leave. Uh, and then it was a couple weeks after that, you know, that the house burned down, uh, burned down to the ground. We have the pictures on the website. It burned down for no apparent reason. The two people who live there, the three, uh, yeah, I guess they were all three home. The grandma, grandpa, and the granddaughter that stayed with them all had to jump out the, the window, which was a second-story window. You know, this is a walkout basement house. They jumped out the window and were okay, but the house was completely, completely burned to the ground, saved nothing out of it. Then they moved to Springfield, you know, and then they asked us to come there because they were having very similar experiences at their Springfield home. And we did, and we did go there, and we did catch evidence there too. Um, which is something we could get into if we wanted, or we could wait and we could do that, you know, next time. It's however we want to, whatever we you want to do. 
however we want to roll because the I mean this one because you remember when she got scratched when we were there I got the picture of the scratches on the website it's right here I'm looking at it when she was giving us the tour of the place of their new home in Springfield she got scratched on her arm and we took a picture of it we put it on the website and then they had this 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 statue thing in between uh, the grandparents bed and then the granddaughter at this point slept with them in the same bedroom because she was too scared to sleep in her own room so they had the two beds side by side and they had this statue thing I don't know what it was it was like a, a do you recognize what that is? I don't know if it's like one of those. I don't know what that is. It's a statue. It almost looks like Mary. That's what like we thought Virgin too. Mary. Yeah, that's what we assumed it was. But we realized as we got to looking through these pictures, that statue made almost a 360 degree turn on that table. And we've got all the pictures here with the timestamps on it showing the position of, of the thing. And then when we, when we went and looked, remember, we saw the, the dust marks on the table. You could mm -hmm. see where it had been slid. So that thing moved. At one point, we left the uh, the uh, living room area, and all the batteries got dumped out into the floor. We have the before and after picture of that. It happened in a matter of a minute. But the one I will play here... Oh, remember, this is the house that had this. Dustin, can you see it? All the When we went into the attic... You go to mwghosthunters.com and see all of this. Yeah, mwghosthunters.com. Just click on the investigations. This is the Willard House uh, the uh, move to Springfield. Up in the attic of that house, in the insulation, it had all these flowers sprinkled around. Yeah. Yeah, Not just like that. some had been hung up and fell. They were sprinkled all throughout the insulation in the attic. Um, so that was not necessarily paranormal, but weird as hell. Uh, we took a picture of that and stuck it up there, too. This may be the one you guys are thinking. Well, no. See, I actually referenced the fire EVP here. So that one's got to be in there. I got to dig around and find it. Fire. We caught a fire EVP in Willard while we were there. I'll have to dig around and find that. So this is the one I did want to play because this is one of the main claims that they had. They had a specific toy that even with no batteries in it would talk. So we drug that toy out. Who, who all was at this house? Was it me, you, John, and Tyler? Or were you there? I was there. Okay, maybe... Ty no, Tyler was there because he's the one who went into the attic. I guess it was the four of us. Anyway, we drug this toy out and pulled it out because it's the one they said would talk to them. And it would actually talk to them and almost say things that made sense to what they were talking about. So we did drag this toy out, and uh, when we were outside at one point, the... Uh, we took the batteries out of it, too. Yeah, well, it didn't have any in it. So it didn't have any in it, and we, you know, we got the toy sitting there. We took a break outside, and then we did catch it talking. So I am going to play that one here before we wrap up this week, and then we can kind of pick up here whenever we reconvene. But let's go ahead and play this one real quick. So we played that for them and said, is this what you, and she said, yes, that's the, that's the noise that that toy makes. You know, that's one of the random sounds that comes up on it that it makes. And she said when they would leave the house, that batteryless toy would also say goodbye. Sophia had that exact same toy. Oh, you know, she did? I know exactly what it is. Yeah. And mine never came on randomly by itself. Um, I had a picture of it on the old website. I didn't pull that over to the new website because I thought, hell, what's it matter what it looks like? It went off with no batteries when we weren't in there. Um, so anyway, we did catch a lot more stuff in their Springfield, Missouri house that they moved to from Willard. 
Um, that's going to be a, a quite a rabbit hole to get into with this much time left. So we might as well just pick it up from there next time. But if you want to hear anything that we've played or if you want to even get ahead, you can find all this by going to the website, mwghosthunters.com. And more Dark Matter on the way next week. We'll talk more about the house in Springfield when the people move from Willard next week on Midwest Ghost Hunters Dark Matter podcast. 